Hello and welcome to another week of All Bets Are Off. We're at uh, week lucky number 13. And as always, I'm joined by Micah. Micah, how are you doing? Good. Happy Thanksgiving week, Scott. Excited that we could fit this one in uh, before people stuff themselves. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be fun. We've got three uh, games on Thanksgiving and uh, a pretty full slate the rest of the week because I think the bye weeks are done. Um, but yeah, and, and if you aren't familiar, uh, basically format of the podcast is that we uh, discuss a few random odds and ends and then we dive into guessing what the lines of all of the football games are each week and we keep track of who's closer and who wins uh, more more weeks over the course of the season and Micah is currently up uh, by a narrow margin of six to five with one tie. Um, so we'll hopefully I'll, I can even it up this week. Um, but uh, yeah, Micah, do you want to kick it off with your odds and ends segment? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. I got a few today. Um, some football, some not. Uh, some quick football ones. So I, I'm happy to report that I'm back into the green. I'm up uh, about $10 on the season because I threw a Hail Mary last night. Uh, I texted you and I said I was making one big bet on the Ravens, minus three and a half. If they lost, I was just going to pay up for the season and be done with it. But if they won, I'd be back in the green and they destroyed the Rams. So I felt pretty good about that. Um, they won 45 to six. I don't know if you watched any of that game, but it was just a, an obliteration. I think um, I think uh, Lamar came out like, what was it? Halfway through the third or at the end of the third quarter, didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Um, I didn't even know who the backup quarterback for the Ravens was. Did you? I, I had seen that RG3 had gotten a few snaps earlier in the year, and it was weird. I was at a restaurant uh, and kind of had it on the background and looked up, and every you know few minutes I'd see another touchdown get tacked on the board for, for the Ravens, so I wasn't following very closely. But when I did see RG3 come up on the screen, I was, uh, did a little bit of a double take there. So it was, that was pretty funny. They, I, like, I, like your, uh, I like your use of in, uh, back into the green instead of into the black there. I like uh I like that phrase, but <laughs> I just, I, I, yeah, I totally did that on purpose. I wasn't going to let that one go, but right. Black and green, whatever. Uh, I, I was texting with Josh last night and he said that uh, Lamar now has multiple games with more touchdown passes than incompletions. Wow. Uh, yeah. And last night he, I think it was something like 15 for 20 uh, for with five touchdowns, so the same number as incompletions. Uh, he's like, he's got it. I don't know what the odds are. Maybe we could look it up, but he's got to be the odds-on favorite for MVP by a substantial margin. Yeah, I would say he's maybe like minus two fifty or something, but it could even be stronger. I can pull it up real quick, but it's hard. Yeah, while you're doing that, just I'm uh, so I'm really excited to be back in uh, into uh, a place where I can make a couple of silly bets again. Um, very happy about that. I uh, Let's see, moving forward, on the same note in terms of um, some of the bets we made early on, for me to win the Cowboys over nine wins, they would need to finish four and one. So we should keep that in mind. I was looking at that uh, last night. And they have, remaining on their schedule, they have home against the Bills, tough one, but I think they win. At the Bears, I think they win that. Home against the Rams, We'll see where the Rams are at that point, but that feels like a win. And then it's at the Eagles toss up and home against the Redskins. So to me, four and one feels doable. 
Um, so I still feel okay about that bet. Also, I love the fact that the Eagles just seem terrible. Um, so I'm feeling okay about that bet. Uh, otherwise, did you find the Lamar? Uh, yeah, so Lamar is minus 400 wow. for Lamar Jackson for the MVP. Um, yeah, it seems... Which is pretty crazy. That's that's crazy. Um, okay, and otherwise, just uh, two, two other quick football ones before one sort of non-football. Um, they're really good games this week. So I'm really excited to do the lines, but I don't know if you've noticed kind of going through them, but there's some really awesome um, matchups this weekend. I feel like it's... It's sort of strange, but it feels like the first weekend where we've had a bunch of them, a bunch of quality matchups. I don't know if you notice anything while you're going through the lines. Yeah, no, I feel like it's been a while since there were more than like two decent, two good games, two good matchups. Um, no, I felt the same thing going through the lineup. I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty good game, close line. Yeah. Or like built, I mean, actually implications. Niners Ravens, right? That's that's the obviously headliner, has obvious headliner. Bills Cowboys should be good. Brown Steelers could be better than we thought, right? Yeah, um, yeah, you know, like Raiders Chiefs should be good. Pats Texans, yeah, Vikings Seahawks. All these games are going to be rad. Uh, yeah, this not, is a good good slate this week. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals beat the Rams. We'll look at that when we get to the lines. Um, and then one more football one. So I was poking around last week. I was asking you to guess who had the undefeated records. So I looked at it. The Seahawks are now six and zero, and the Niners are five and zero, both on the road. They're the only remaining teams uh, to be undefeated on the road this season. Um, and then the Niners play at the Seahawks on December 29th, the last week of the season. Um, so I was going to ask you, how many teams do you think since the, since the expansion in the Super Bowl era, how many teams have gone undefeated on the road during the regular season? Oh, and you know the answer? I do, yeah. I looked this up. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... I'll say six. Okay, close. There have been eight. Eight? Um, okay. Yeah. Starting with, so this is kind of interesting. Starting with the 72 Dolphins, they're 7 0. They obviously won the Super yeah. Bowl, the only yeah. undefeated team. The Redskins in 82 went 5 0, although that was a strike shortened season, and they mm. won the Super Bowl. Um, then the Niners did it three times 84, 89, and 90. Wow. Um, in 84 and 89, they won the Super Bowl. And then in 90, they lost in the NFC title game. So I guess you, you, you know better than I do, but 84 would have been Montana and 89, 90 were Young. Is that right? Or are they all Montana? Literally? No, those are still Montana. Young was when they won the Super Bowl in 94. 94, okay. Um, so that's crazy. Montana went 8-0 three yeah. times on the road in his career. That's impressive. That's crazy. Isn't um, it? So, um, so anyway, the first four won the Super Bowl. Then the next four, the 90, 1990-49ers were 8-0. They lost in the NFC title game. The 2000 Rams were 8-0 and lost to the Pats in, Super, in that Super Bowl. Um, the 2007 Pats were 8-0, of course, and then lost in that wonderful, wonderful Super Bowl <laughs> to the Giants. And then the 2014 Cowboys. Huh. Did you remember this? The Cowboys in 2014 were 8-0 and lost in the divisional round. I definitely don't remember it, that. What I have no recollection of that team can't at all. I remember that game. Um, I mean, was that the Romo? Was that the that Romo team where he dropped the snap on the field? That was my initial reaction. I, I thought for some reason I thought the Romo thing was earlier than that, but it definitely could have been. Um, yeah, well, that's kind of crazy. And, and it, 
in any event, so um, eight teams have gone undefeated on the road. Four won the Super Bowl, but the last four all lost. Huh. Um, so I just thought that was sort of interesting. So that, that game's at the Seahawks. So even if the Seahawks lose that, it seems like they have a pretty good shot of going undefeated on the road. Yeah. It would be cool if that game meant the uh, I know the winner. for the That would be the uh, NFC West title. That would be pretty fun to have that be like the last week of the season. It's nuts that the that the Niners are ten and one and still only have a game yeah. lead over the Seahawks yeah. in that division, and they don't even control their own destiny. The Seahawks do. That's right. A tiebreaker. Oh, crazy! I hadn't thought about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, well, that'd be fun if they like went out and the Niners are like fourteen and one. Seattle's thirteen and two going into that game. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be amazing. Um, okay, and then the last one was just a couple of things I'm thankful for: Thanksgiving, yada yada yada. So first of all. Uh, to James for producing this thing Aww. every week. There's no chance that you and I would like do do this on our own. So just want to say thanks again to James for figuring this stuff out. I think he's enjoying it, but it's been really fun. Obviously, thanks, Scott, for making time to do this. I'm definitely having a lot of fun with this. Um, and then uh, thank, thanks a lot to the, to the two, maybe three loyal listeners we have <laughs> uh, for listening to this every week at two times the normal speed. Um, no, in all seriousness, uh, thanks also to, to my wife who listens to this podcast Aww. surprisingly, but, uh, it's, it's fun for her to listen to it and be like, actually, she asked me something to, Oh, she had a, she had a question today. She said, so remember that game when the odds were like one team was going to win, but then you and Scott both guessed that it was the other team and Scott guessed like minus three and a half and you guessed minus three. And she was like, wait, so which one of you won that? Cause it was, uh, for the other team. And I said, I did, cause I was sort of closer, even, you know, even though we both bet on the wrong team and she was like, Oh, okay. That's what I thought. just wanted to make sure. So I was like, wow, look at that. She's trying to figure she's this following out it closely. That's yeah. oh, good for, good for um, and then the last one was, uh, I'm thankful for, for my kids who aren't old enough let yet to let sports affect them in the way that sports affect us. And I hope that for is forever true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, that was all I all I had today. Oh, well, that was very sweet, very sweet, Micah. Um, yeah, no, I'm I again, obviously, definitely thank, very thankful to James for doing all of the all of the hard work on this that we can't do. Um, thankful for you for pestering me for probably two years to actually do this podcast <laughs> relentlessly, relentlessly bugging me, uh, and it finally <laughs> happened. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, cool. Uh, well, if you didn't have anything else, um, I had a quick, I don't. quick, I guess it is a hypothetical for you. Um, so basically, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the movie uh, Back to the Future uh, 2, right? Right. So mm-hmm. there's that's, the sports almanac. That's the one of the yeah, almanac. Gray right. sports almanac. So, which essentially has all of the, uh, what's like all of the sports kind of, results from i think it's like 1950 to 2000 or something and then that's the one where biff was that yeah. biff who steals yeah. the almanac and then goes back in time and exactly. makes the money. yeah okay. so my question is if say you come across this almanac but it's you know not not for that period of time say it's like 2020 to you know 2050 how would you use that almanac like would you oh would you wow. just you know, be pretty subtle about it and make some, you know, you could obviously make several million dollars, but 
you could go about it in a way that no one would actually really ever know that you have it, right? Um, you know, or or you could be kind of more uh, brazen with it, and you could be kind of the the guru and you know predict everything. And I'm sure if you did it enough, made enough money, you could you know essentially become like a crazy celebrity, right? Like orders of magnitude more than uh, if you remember Better X, who's placed all these kind of big bets on games before, and like yeah. it's kind of like a, a cult celebrity but like you know you could clearly make like hundreds of millions billions of dollars if you leveraged it properly but you know it would be a pretty freaking crazy crazy life uh how would you how would you uh how would you use that almanac uh that, okay so i've sort of thought about this before it's been a while but i definitely i feel like anyone who sees that movie thinks about this um i my the thing I think about is like, what would actually be fun, right? So obviously, you, there's a default amount of money that you kind of want to make off of it so that you would could just do whatever you want, I guess. So let's say there's some default, whether it's a million, 10 million, 100, some, some um, amount of money that you make just on, on yep. some bets along the way uh, to kind of set yourself uh, up for, for the rest of your life. So that's, that's one thing that would happen. But then I was thinking, so... I think it would only be like cool and like fun if you could use it in ways that would be like in the moment would be really fun. Um, like here, and I also wouldn't use it all the time, but like here and there, maybe you, you, you're sitting at sports books and you happen to know like some very crazy result is going to happen. And so you just go to a sports book and like, you, you kind of start like telling someone, man, wouldn't it be nuts if something like this happened just to see the look on their face when it actually did. I think that could be kind of fun. Um, but I, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Cause if you, if you used it too often or you looked at it too often, I feel like it would just take all of the fun out of all the sports you watched. Um, so I, I, I think I would, I don't think I'd go like crazy with it because if then there'd be all kinds of suspicion and, whatever i think i would use it to some to make some money but then i would just kind of try to use it for more fun purposes with friends or whoever when like really crazy games were about to happen that i happen to know about i, I don't know that may, that doesn't sound like a super satisfying answer but what yeah, what's i don't your know thought? i think like part of me is like all right just kind of use it you could build up a nice little nest egg never have to kind of worry about life but it also like think where you're going it'd be kind of fun to to use it in more uh novel interesting ways like you know, after a certain amount of time, right, if you like were so accurate, like people would basically take your prediction at the end of the, at the beginning of the season and they would just assume that that's going to happen. I feel like it'd be kind of fun to screw with people and like have teams think that they're like the team of destiny and are going to win it. And like, oh, because you or like you could do that would be kind of like obviously if you have the actual correct information, you know, you could make as much fun as you want, but it would be pretty fun to like, influence the line one way so that everyone's betting and following your money and then oh, you yeah. just bet on the opposite side and you would in theory claim like <laughs> even way more money because the line would be uh be so uh it would shift to the other side so what about like what if you 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 like try to change an outcome mm-hmm. like you know some game is going to go some way and then you go yeah like you ever see that awful wesley snipes movie oh, God. The yeah that was terrible I mean, I wouldn't murder anyone, but like, what do you think you could actually change an outcome or would like, you know, there'd be a rip in the space? Yeah. And then you like see the pages on the almanac change or something like that. 
<laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty fun. Uh, would you be required to to let Michael J. Fox in on the secret? I mean, I think so. I think that's definitely Biff as well. Um, but man, that that movie's like yeah, it's really cool. we're like beyond where he traveled in the 30. future. I think it was like 2015. I think so. Kind of scary. Um, that's a good question, though. Uh, I like yeah, it. It was kind of fun. Kind of fun. Um, all right, so now we're going to transition over to our listeners, and we're going to do a You've Got Mail segment. We've got some calls and some emails. So, uh, James, you want to kick us off with some of our uh, our listeners and what they've been reaching out to us with? Definitely. Uh, let me play my intro music first. You've Ooh. Got Mail. I don't um, think that's music, you... James. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Our next voicemail comes from our currently favorite Caller, I would believe. His name is Steve from the Twin oh, Cities. Oh, Steve's back. I right. love it. And he's back. Hey, uh, this is uh, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you see, uh, you think I'm some other fella. Uh, and, you know, I'm I'm a long-time Vikes fan. Uh, so uh, just give me your opinion on the Vikes' chances to, uh, you know, win the whole Super Bowl thing, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> That's a good one. I think I think Steve might have moved out from Fargo over to the Twin Cities. <laughs> um, man, I love when Steve calls. Those uh, those are my favorite. Steve's are, Steve Steve might we be should, our new. We should one get uh, earlier. You mentioned there should be a soundbite for when you guys do a double nailed it. We should get Steve to record that soundbite. I like oh, that. that'd be a good one. I like that. I'm in on that. Um, yeah. So Steve, if you're listening, email email the pod. We'll uh, we'll get in contact. We'll get that recording. Or we could just use just use something from his voice. <laughs> um, okay, so question is Vikes' chances for the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, honestly, I'm, I'd feel fairly bullish on that. Uh, they only – you know, I mean, it's just hard to rely on Kirk Cousins. But with Diggs and Thielen and a good defense and Dalvin Cook, well, like, it, they could beat anyone in the NFC for sure. If they don't – let's see. So they're in three. Let's say they do not win the NFC North. They would end up with the so Cowboys, Niners, Packers, and Saints would all be. They get the five seed, uh, and they would. So then they would play the four seed. Would be the the Cowboys, right? Yeah. So they'd play at the Cowboys, um, and if they somehow get if they win the division, they jump up to the to the three seed. And they play the six, who would be the other wildcard team, um, <clears throat> which would be, I guess, the Seahawks. Oh, okay, so they don't they don't want to get the three because right, even if they're home, they'd probably lose to the Seahawks. So, decent, maybe better shot of being the Cowboys. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it doesn't feel like they have a great shot to win the Super Bowl. But I could see them winning one playoff game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel I feel kind of bullish on them, but I'll. Uh... It definitely depends their their path to the Super Bowl, who they have to go through. You know, it's that'll be a big a big impact to it. But I don't know. I'd feel pretty good about them. I'm at the I don't know if they're maybe like probably in the like 12, 15 to one range. So I'm gonna have to check that out. But um, but Steve, right. thank you. We love your calls. Yeah. Keep keep calling back in uh, <laughs> from from okay. the Twin Cities. Two great calls so yeah. far. Really yep. good calls. Uh, all right, Jimmy, we got one more call. Yeah, our last voicemail, just like last week, comes from our good friend Chris, who still may or may not be <laughs> Steve. I think that's still to be determined. Um, 
but here's what he has to say. Hi, this is uh, Chris. Now, in terms of long shot, probable Super Bowl bids, if I'm going to do a bet to say, okay, I think that, you know, the I don't know, we'll call it the Jaguars or Titans or whomever, who do you think are, like, on the bubble wild card teams that have a shot at the Super Bowl and why? Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Good question. Uh, Can I just ask a question mm-hmm. first real quick? The, I've never heard someone call them Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, Jaguars. Yeah, that's Jaguars. Phonetically how it is. is Jaguars. That- True. I'm just wondering if that's uh, if that's because he was still in um, Steve mode Ooh. and his accent was. I don't know. It hasn't been proven. That connection has been proven. A bit. Um. <laughs> Every week he leaves hints. It's true. It's true. Hmm. Anyway, um, what do you think, though? So I, you know, who I kind of, I mean, honestly, the Browns is is a little interesting. Just I don't know if you can really trust Freddie Kitchens, Ooh. but I'm looking now, and they're 125 to one. Um, and then the Cowboys, I'd actually feel kind of okay about at 30 to one. Uh, cause I feel like they'll outlast the Eagles win their division. And then I don't know if that's, that's been looking pretty good. They have really good offensive, uh, numbers this year. So that, uh, I'd say those two, and I'll also throw in the Texans just cause maybe Watson, uh, can carry them to a few playoff wins and somehow, I don't think the Texans would be that big of a surprise. I mean, they're, they're pretty, forty to one. Yeah. They're uh, they're behind the Cowboys. Wow, yeah. really? What are the Titans, Titans are way down below where I am on the page? Uh, one hundred twenty-five to one. <laughs> okay, so we should we should definitely bet on either the Titans or the Browns. Mm, yeah, I I don't think I can do the Titans. I would do or the Browns. Both. I would potentially do the Browns. Raiders. Raiders. There's a big cluster of teams at one twenty-five to one. There's Browns, Colts, Raiders, Steelers, Titans. All at 125 to one. Um, but yeah, I think I think I'd like, you know, Cowboys and and then to a uh, even riskier extent, the Browns would be my two picks. I think the Cowboys have the talent. I mean, everyone's been saying this. Not yeah, you know, not like a hot take, but if they if they get some home games, so if they get one home game in the playoffs and then don't have to play like in crazy weather, yeah, I could see it. Um, all right, cool. Okay, I think, James, we have one. Uh, that's all for our calls. Thank you, everyone, for calling in. Um, hopefully, everyone has the number. We could. I never have the number handy. I don't know, James, if you have it. but um. Yeah, it's, uh, if you want to call in, it's 818-860-0421. And then our email line is allbetsareoffpod at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget the pod, because who knows where allbetsareoff at gmail.com goes to. Um, and yeah, speaking of email, we have two this week, one from Dennis and one from Kurt, who I believe is Micah's friend. So we've at least verified his validity. <laughs> it's not Steve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and we'll, start, we'll start with Dennis because he has a question that's kind of relevant to us uh, coming off a big game loss this past weekend. And he asks, would Stanford head coach David Shaw make a good NFL coach? No. All right, next question. <laughs> no, I think uh, I I've been a Shaw detractor for a long time, uh, which you know maybe is a little bit unfair just because of all the um, success Stanford has had over the past uh, over a decade. Um, so I'm probably just way more spoiled uh, than I should be. But 
just a lot of his in-game management and calls are super painful to watch, uh, his play calls. Um, but, you know, he trots out a competitive team almost every year. It does a good job recruiting. Like, it definitely a stand-up guy, um, represents the program well. But it's just frustrating seeing some of the play calls out there that are just, like, a, just terrible. Some of the ones, like, the long pass play he called for on, you know, second and short last game when the, you know, Stanford was getting, like, seven yards every rush play at the end of the game and a touchdown pretty much would have sealed it. So uh, I, I also will uh, say no on that one for sure. Yeah. The only thing I have to add to that is, is exactly what you said, which is, yeah, he's a pretty good recruiter and he's a good guy. And the thing is like, he's been, he's like a good enough game manager to like have competitive teams. Um, but otherwise he wins off of like being a good recruiter and in the pros you don't, you can't recruit. Right. So I think if you take that away from him and all of a sudden it's game management, um, I think he's pretty, you know, he's marginal. Uh, so I, I do not think he'd be good in the pros. Um, I, someone, a friend of mine was saying that he'd make a good athletic director. Um, mm. And that, I think that makes a lot of sense, actually. Like you stand up dude, like you said, like knows enough about football. Seems like he's probably pretty worldly in terms of other sports. He's like, you know, Stanford forever. Um, so I wonder if that's in his future at some point. Uh, but no, I, I think he'd be not a great pro coach. Yeah, that'd be true. That I like that. That's a good call out. I could see him being an AD in the future. And like, and to be fair, you know, the uh, degree of difficulty for recruiting at Stanford, it's, it's really high. Like it's true. hard, you know, a really small pool of people. Um, so, uh, you know, kudos to him for, for being able to get in uh, good players just with all the restrictive, um, you know, criteria that they have for bringing in, in uh, student athletes, but um, been a disappointing year this year and I would not recommend he get hired into the NFL. But, <laughs> no. Um, all right, James, last, uh, thank you, Dennis. Good question. Last, uh, last one, last email of the week. Yeah. What do you got? Our last email comes from Kurt and he has uh, some commentary on last week's discussion about home field advantage. He says, hi, Scott and Micah, medium length listener here. For your most recent podcast, you talked about home field advantage. There have been a couple of papers who say the real correlation is in referee performance to home field rather than the actual team performance itself. Makes you wonder what happens at Foxborough, Foxborough for the Pats to be so unbeatable there. Also explains the Eagles' real home field advantage. Imagine trying to be a ref going home at night after a game there. Cheers, <laughs> Kurt. And then he has a PS, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, I mean, I uh, so Kurt texted me about this, and I said, please send an email. So thank you, Kurt. Um, it's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. I don't know if you knew about that, Scott, but uh, it makes some sense if you think about it. Like, you know, especially the part about, I don't know if you looked at the link, because he sent, I, I saw the email, and I looked at the link, and it talks about how soccer referees in particular get really caught up in, in the moment, and since there's so few scoring chances and scoring plays mm. in soccer, they make a really big difference. Um and so home home field advantage in soccer is huge. Um, and I, you know, like umpires calling strike three in baseball games, you know, getting really excited in, into it when they're, it's like the home crowd cheering. I don't know. Man, I believe it. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I, I'd heard, I think I, most of the stuff I'd seen was more around like basketball and how much more calls home team, home teams get. So definitely not surprised. It also happens in, in football as well, but. That was interesting. Thanks for the thanks for the email, Kurt. Was there a PS James you're saying? Yes. Um, and he also would like to know: Would you rather thirty butterflies or one very angry <laughs> squirrel instantly appear from nowhere every time you sneeze? 
<laughs> wow, I like that. Um, interesting, Micah. You want to go? Go ahead with your well, your take. I'm trying to think of the downside of the thirty <laughs> the thirty butterflies. I mean, you know, butterflies. Well, if, you are a, of... if you had a sneezing fit, you know, say you ripped off like six <laughs> sneezes in a row, like that would be pretty rough. If you're 180 in... butterflies. <laughs> what if you're in like an airplane bathroom or something, and you've got like. 200 butterflies. Yeah, but what if an angry squirrel shows oh, up in the airplane bathroom? That's probably worse. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, the angry skull, it makes me, it feels like a video game. You know, like old Sonic the Hedgehog where like you can get your buddy Tails behind you and like do stuff for you. It's like if you sneezed and your angry squirrel showed up and could attack people for you. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. I think I'd probably go with uh, would, would the angry squirrel be angry at you also, or would yeah, it that's like a good question? You? If it's like if it's going at you, or if it's just kind of angry and like uh, the Stanford squirrel, but <laughs> maybe I think I probably go butterflies, power. but but <laughs> the butterflies, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, uh, Kurt, and thanks to all of our our short, medium, and long term term listeners for the calls and uh, emails this week. Keep them coming. Uh, yeah, great, great calls and emails. Uh, cool. All right. Well, let's hop into the lines. And we've got three games on the Thanksgiving slate. Uh, the first one, the Detroit Lions always host on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, so they're up first uh, with the Bears at the Lions. What do you have, Micah? So I think I'm wrong on this because I didn't realize that the Lions actually don't really have a starting quarterback. <laughs> um, I just had the Bears by three in Detroit. Oh, with the Lions don't have a quarterback? Did I not? Well, well, they. I mean, they do. Oh. It's it's blow or bluff. I don't even know how you pronounce it. B l o u g h. Blow. Definitely uh, a blow job. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who he is, but uh, so I feel like it should. It's probably bears by by more. I have no idea. I put it said bears by three. Okay, well, I definitely got bluff jobbed here because I uh, did not know about the quarterback situation. So I went Lions by one and a half, uh, and you had it spot on. It's Bears by three. <laughs> I think my new fantasy team might have to be Bluff Job. <laughs> uh, all right. That was a good one. Uh, uh, the Bears should not be favored by three at anyone. God, they're so bad. That was such a bad game. This is this is unwatchable. Thankfully, this is like the Did you see game. the Lions? The Lions started the season 2-0-1, and, and they were like 1-2. Seven or one and eight in the last eight or nine games. Ugh, so bad. Yeah, it's funny how like you can start the season with a few lucky wins and it, people think you're a very solid team, which uh, clearly they're not. I mean, granted, you know, Stafford's hurt and uh, Driscoll's out now, but uh, we should ask James to create a, uh, a sound for Bloff Job. <laughs> like, Bloff Job. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man! All right, good start. Well, good a start. Great start. Where you nailed it exactly, and I was four and a half points off. So I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure I'm shaping up for a good week here. Um, okay, next up is uh, a much better game: uh, the Bills at the Cowboys. I had a little difficulty with this because so the Cowboys are six and five, Bills are eight and three, but I think that those records are a little bit misdirected. Like I actually think the Cowboys should be better. Um, that I don't. We don't have to talk about that tripping call. I don't know if you saw it, but that was garbage. I still think the Pats probably win that game, but I think those are weirdly even teams. Anyway, all this is to say, I have the Cowboys by four uh, home against the Bills. I may be a little low, but that's okay. I went higher. I just think that 
I don't know. I think the Bills record isn't really reflective of their overall yeah. talent. Um, I went Cowboys by six and a half, and it's Cowboys, Cowboys by a full touchdown. It's seven. Is yeah. it really? Uh, yeah. I, as soon as I sent that in, I was like, uh, Cowboys by seven. Yeah. I didn't see the tripping call, but I think I, one of my least favorite things on Twitter is that anytime there's any sort of officiating, thing, officiating issue with the Pats, you have one side, which is the Pats fan saying they're so uh, targeted by the NFL and they're out to get them. And then on the other side, everyone says, oh, the Pats always get all the calls. And it's just, it's awful. Uh, I hate hate that dynamic. But um, anyways, all right. So 1-1, one, one, uh, next up, uh, the last Thanksgiving game, uh, a rematch of probably one of the more shocking upsets this year. Uh, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, but before that, just a comment on what you just said. The nice thing is now people can say that the Cowboys would have won the game if not for that tripping call. So the Pats can be all like, what? Like we would have won the game. Our defense had blah, 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 blah. And be like, no, no, no. It was just that tripping call. That was it. Just to totally troll them. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was the game you just threw out there? Uh, Saints at Falcons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, my initial thought here was like that'd be the Saints are you know they're nine and two or whatever, but they're kind of a weird nine and two where they've had some they could have lost the last two games, and the Falcons are shown up to the last three weeks. So initially I was thinking Saints by three or four, but then I was like no I just I can't do that. So I ended up Saints six and a half, and if I'm too if if it's too much, then I'm fine with it. Cool. That didn't mean anything what I just said, but Saints by six and a half. No, I kind of zoned out there for a second, took a little micro nap. Um, no, I had uh, Saints by five and a half, and it's Saints by seven, so you take that one. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. Right. I, like, I could totally see the Saints losing this game. <laughs> yeah, that one. that one's tough. Like, that's definitely kind of a stay away for me, um, especially since the Falcons already beat them at New Orleans. Uh Right? How was the weird huh. one? Uh, Although the Falcons got smoked by uh, Mr. Florida State Seminole guy. Yeah, yeah that was weird. <laughs> um, all right, next up, we uh, we have... Oh, the Keurig's going off in the background, so uh, <laughs> enjoy that. Um, so next up, we have the Packers at the Giants. You're up two to one now. All right, Packers at the Giants. I Just the Packers by seven at the Giants? Yeah, I did. I did seven and a half, and it's only six and a half. So hmm. you will take that one. Um, I wonder why they won't give them the full touchdown. I mean, the pack. I, I think the Packers are not that great. Obviously, they got destroyed by the by the Niners. Wait, so what do you? What would the line be if the Giants played at the Niners right now? If the Giants played at the Niners, because um, the Niners just beat the just just beat the Packers by thirty. The Packers favored by seven at New York. So it should be about 37 and a half. Um, no, I'd <laughs> say 20, right? at least, at least, at least 18, but 20 is pretty high, but it could be, I feel like the night, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Giants suck. All right. I suck. Cause you're up three to one. Um, we're good this week though. We're pretty on it. Yeah. We've been Except pretty, for you with the bad lines. Um, Okay. All right, next up, uh, game of the week, the 49ers at the Ravens. Okay, I do not think these teams are even. I think the Ravens are better, but not by much. So I had the Ravens at home by three and a half. 
All right. I had Ravens by four, and it's Ravens by six. Pretty big. Okay. Uh, so I'll take that one. Then. Not surprised. I was just going to say, yeah, that, that one I, I didn't have a good feel for what they would do because um, I Ravens looked awesome, but as have the Niners. But I don't know. I think the Ravens kind of have more – uh, I don't know. Just I don't know if star power is the right word, but um, just been more interesting than the 49ers in some ways. Well, I guess they're thinking the Pats have the best defense in the league, and the Ravens scored 37 against them. So even though the Niners have an awesome defense, I guess they're thinking the Ravens will still score a bunch. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's that's pretty clearly saying that Vegas thinks the Ravens are the best team in football. Yeah, I, I definitely think so too. They're a three point neutral favorite over the Niners, then I'd say so, yeah. No, what do you... Neutral? Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I'm done. Three, field, three, yeah. Yeah. There are three, yeah, yeah. I was just going the other way. Six points, wow. Uh, the funny thing is I still might bet on the Ravens. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... That one I would stay away from, but... But that'll be... I'm definitely going to watch that one. That was a good one. Is that not... That's not the night game, right? The night game is Pats-Texans? No, I think it's just a regular morning game. Weird. Okay. All right. Well, at least lo- locally, you should get the whole game on. Yeah, true. Have to like sift through mediocre teams like this next game, uh, which is Titans at the Colts. Uh, this isn't so mediocre. The Titans are good. Did you watch any of that game? Yeah. I mean, they're, I would say they're mediocre. They're sure. like both 500, which would be mediocre. The Tannehill. Tannehill is like le- kind of legit. It's weird. Yeah. He's been, he had that great scramble into the end zone. Um, he's, he's fun. I uh, I just have the Colts by three. I also have the Colts by three, and it is Colts by three. Yeah. The, the double nailed it. I yeah. like that. that. That we should have a uh, some a sound, sound effect. effect. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> after the after the bluff job. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, awesome. Right. It's, it would Next be really up. good if the Lions get destroyed and he <laughs> he plays horribly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, next up, Eagles at Dolphins. Uh, I had trouble with this one because I feel like the Eagles still get some public money and people still think they're kind of good, but they're not really. But the Dolphins are really bad, but then sometimes they play well, but then they got destroyed by the Browns. I don't know. I had the Eagles by five and a half in Miami. Yeah, I had the Eagles by six, and it's Eagles by nine. Nine? Huge. I mean, wow. the Dolphins are terrible, but the Eagles just, they're so, the last few years, there'll be games like this where you just figure they're going to go in and should win by two touchdowns and they go in and they like get behind and it's like a battle to down to the wire to try and win. It's just, a, it's, they're a weird team. That's a weird, that's a crazy line, huh? I thought I was going high even to five and a half. Yeah. Um, oh, we're tied. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Tied three to three. Uh, all right, next up, uh, Bucks, who had a big win last week at the Jacksonville Jaguars, who got blown out. I had the Bucks. I had trouble with this too. Bucks by one at the Jags. Yeah, I went the other way, but close. I went Jags by one, and it is Jags by one. Oh wow! So, but I think you know these are two pretty evenly matched teams. Um, Did you have trouble with that one at all? You, you settled on that pretty quick. Actually, I was I was kind of thinking about a pick them first, and then I was like, I'll just go Jags just because. But um, did you uh, watch any of the game? Because I don't see anything that makes me think that Jags will beat the Bucks. But I have no idea. I 
I did not really. Uh, oh, I saw a little bit of Foles kind of running around looking terrible, um, but I did not watch a ton of it. But I think like it's just like with the Bucks, like I mean, you never know when Jameis is going to throw four picks. Um, but with I would like six touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had to bet this game, I would probably go on the Bucks. Um, it must but, be crazy to to be like a receiver on the team because the receivers have like insane fantasy numbers, but then yeah. like. Any random throw could be like to the other team. Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, that game, eh, I'm kind of intrigued by that game for some reason, but it doesn't really have any, any bearing on anything. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay. Next up. Uh, oof. This is a real stinker. Uh, Jets at the Bengals. The Jets have looked really good, huh? Three three straight wins. They look confident. They destroyed They're, the Raiders. Yeah, four wins total now. Yeah, I, I struggled with this. That was I didn't watch any of that game. I I don't I didn't know what to take away from it. I didn't I watch it either. It. Except that it was fun to watch the Raiders get blown out. I just have the Jets by three, and I think I went too low. I went Jets by three, and we both did go a little bit too low. It's Jets by three and a half. Okay, that I will not be watching a second of that game. Uh, I think the Jets won that one pretty easily. Yeah, Bengals are bad. Uh, Bengals are bad. Yeah, it's crazy. Jets might be kind of good. They're four and seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're not as bad as we thought. They, uh, mm-hmm. I saw the the Raiders secondary market, the ticket secondary market is kind of crazy for their last two games at home. It's like over three hundred bucks to just get in the stadium for their their last game at home in Oakland. Which is kind of crazy. Would be? Do you think they should burn the place down? I mean, I'm trying to think what else you could do with it. Yeah, they probably should. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a good statement. Yeah. Well, then I guess the A's. I don't know where they could find somewhere to play. But um, good play at my high school high school field. Probably has better better like facilities, right? <laughs> better <laughs> uh, All right. So next up, uh, Redskins at Panthers. I had trouble with this one because the Panthers look bad, but the Redskins are still so bad. I had the Panthers by eleven. All right. I had Panthers by eight and a half. It's Panthers by ten, so you will take that Ooh, one. Squeak that one away. Did you did you see what happened with Haskins at the end of that game? Um, so they no, oh, I think no. Tell me. Well, they they stuff. picked off. They, there was an interception oh, to basically yeah. end the game, but there was still eighteen seconds left. But Haskins, <laughs> who's the quarterback for the Redskins, thought the game was over and ran over the stands, took his helmet off, was taking a selfie with the crowd, and like apparently the coach was looking for him because they needed to play one more play. Yeah. So they send in the they just send up. <laughs> Quarterback, um, who oh, that's so that's so Redskins. I love uh, it. Yeah, to, to win the game, and you know, like it sounds like it wasn't a big deal, but just yeah, like, yeah, Redskins. Oh gosh, good times. We're tied. Right. tied. Yeah, you've got mail. Oh, listen wow. to that. Hey who guys, sorry to interject, uh, but I figured while we're on the topic of Redskins and Panthers, that this would be relevant. Uh, we actually had one call to the money line this week about this particular game. Uh, Josh had a hypothetical, uh, which might change the current line a little bit. Um, I think right now the Panthers are favored by 10 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but Josh has a situation that he'd like to propose. Let's have a listen. Hey, guys. It's Josh calling. Um, I got another hypothetical line for you. All right. Let's suppose for the upcoming game this week with the Redskins at the Panthers, what would the line be if Micah is the Panthers' place kicker and 
Hunter. Ooh. Aw, that's so nice of him. <laughs> wow. Okay, so for anyone listening to the podcast, the background here is that I actually was a place kicker and punter in high school. And at our freshman year at the college, I I tried out to walk on to the Stanford team and um, was actually called back. And then, like, Buddy Tevens, who was the coach at the time, like, missed the meeting. And I just decided that I didn't want to be the third string kicker on a terrible football team. Uh, so that was all <laughs> That was all she wrote. Uh, what was the longest football you made at the trap? The kick, oh, uh, please kicker? I, I can't remember. Probably 35-yard field goal or something. I think I, they called me back for punting. In high school, the longest field goal I ever made was 47 yards. Wow. That's pretty good. Uh, I mean, not in a game. In a game, I think the longest was 34 yards. Uh, I was a pretty good punter. I think we talked about that at some point, but I, I was probably a better punter. But to answer your question, from my perspective, uh, I, I could make PATs. I wouldn't worry about Those are pretty easy. Oh, no, wait. PATs are long now. Oh, I forgot about that. What's a PAT? 33 yards now? Yeah. yeah oh, from like, so no, yeah. no, I couldn't make a PAT. <laughs> uh, I think you'd have to assume I missed every field goal. So that, so that takes out all of the, all of those points. Punting, you know, I could do, I don't think you'd lose any points on my punting. Maybe, maybe at most like one overall. Um, so I would take, assuming, let's see. So assuming uh, the kicker gets like, has what, two field goals a game and like, two PATs at six, seven, eight. I would say the line moves something like eight to 10 points, but then they just go for two every time. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's part of the, part of the thing for me is like, does the team know that it's a that it's high me. school kicker <laughs> and not, although to be fair, uh, Sly, their kicker did miss a 28 yarder, uh, the other game. So oh, true. Um, but I guess like, if they didn't know, you know, if they just thought it was a regular kicker and then they, uh, you were trotting out. Um, <laughs> in fact, was, who is this guy? <laughs> I, uh, I think like that run out through the tunnel. Back. Yeah, because then, like, you know, they go for it on fourth down. And I would say if, if they kind of, you know, knew what the situation was, <laughs> it would... It would Minimal. Like, field goal move on the place kicker side, I would say it would move it by... Just a few points, maybe two to three. Yeah. But I do think that punting might actually have a bigger impact than you might think. Um, yeah, it's possible. That's like a field position game. Like, you know, you can you can obviously punt the ball pretty far, but like imagine when you have like... I mean, max like 30, 35 yards. Yeah, so yeah. they lose like 20 yards on every, on every chance of possession. Exactly. And plus it's like, imagine you're doing this in front of 60,000 people and you have crazy athletes running at you to potentially tackle the shit out of you. Like... <laughs> You uh, have to like take that into account, um, dude. Imagine if I got like a someone just like destroyed me. Dude, what if you got like, a return and yard? you had to like tackle some guy on the return? <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Uh, this is the best question so far, Josh. Okay, so bottom line is it would definitely move the line a lot. I'd say I'd say it still- move it by a touchdown, just because I think like uh, maybe 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 six points. Uh, I mean, if they lit- if they didn't know it was me, and I just ran, the yeah, that field, would be. That. I think it would, it would some. I mean, it would move it by like ten points or something. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see that. That would be so fucking fun. Oh, excuse my language. So funny. Also, Sorry. if you tie Dennis's question from last week, you would think maybe the opposing team strategy would be to give Micah a debilitating injury because if he's the Carolina Panthers' primary kicker, their backup kicker must be 
even worse than that. No, but if they injured me, then they just go for it on fourth down. Like they would yeah. want me oh. kicking. Trust me, <laughs> oh, yeah. they, would, they would want me kicking. <laughs> but what about even like kickoffs and stuff? You would think Redskins would like Ooh, that better uh, position. Kickoff. Well, but I mean, kickoffs, like I, I, it's not like I could put it through the end zone, but. Yeah, I don't think the impact on kickoffs would be that dramatic. Like I could at least kick it to probably like the other twenty yard line. So maybe they start ten or fifteen yards up further. I don't know. Yeah, that adds up over a game. But it's true. So what do we we decide somewhere between seven and ten points? Probably. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Uh, All right, good one, Josh. Good one. That was good. Excellent one, Josh. So Panthers still by three. Panthers still (laughs) favorite. I guess so. (laughs) That's how bad the Redskins are. Next up, we have the Browns at the Steelers. All right, Browns at the Steelers. Uh, I had the Browns by one at the Steelers. Yeah, I got. I was way off. I had Steelers by three. I was just like, let's just call these teams even. Uh, and it is Browns by two and a half. Um, and I guess, guess quarterback wise, the Steelers are just in shambles. So I guess I, that makes sense to me. But. Uh, I, I just thought the Browns have looked actually like pretty competent. I think they've yeah. won a, a few games in a row, right? Four or five games in a row, something like that. Yeah. So could they make the playoffs somehow? I think they can. That that I, I didn't do any research on this, but I think they can. Hmm. Um, I kind of wouldn't mind them to get back in the mix and then have Mayfield throw like five picks in week 17 and just blow their chances rather than just being being a few games under 500. That would actually be probably the most fun for me. The Browns, they're five and six. Yeah, because the Steelers are in the playoffs right now. So if the Browns beat the Steelers, then they're both 6-6. Six and six, and I think the Browns already beat the Steelers. No, the Steelers beat the Browns. Oh, okay. Um, that was, I mean, but there's uh, like... Miles Garrett attacked Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, oh, wow, they're playing each other again so quickly. Yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah, God, I mean, the right. AFC is pretty... Uh, not that good. You got the Ravens. Wait, the Browns won that game. Oh, they did. Oh, you're right. Sorry. The won that? Yeah, oh, won the no. So the Browns control. I think the Browns control their own destiny because if they win this, the next. I mean, all the other. They're all six. Well, not control, but all the other wild card teams are six and five except for the Bills. It's got a pretty good shot. Yeah, I feel like I'd kind of rather have them in the playoffs than like the Colts or definitely the Bills or Raiders. Um, just to be more more entertaining, but we'll see how that plays out. They, the Browns have the Steelers, Bengals, Cardinals, ooh, Ravens, and then Bengals. The Browns could definitely go five and one to close out the season. Uh, so we're talking nine and seven. And then I guess the Ravens won't be resting second to last week, presumably since they'll be trying to to match New England for the best record. So that'd be yeah. I, I actually I kind of would like to see the Browns in the playoffs to be honest, even though I've made a lot of bets against them. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'd be totally fine. I'm in. All right. Uh, next up, Rams at the Cardinals. The Rams coming off a spanking uh, spanking by the, the Ravens last night. So what do you have here? I still think the Rams are favored. I had the Rams by two and a half uh, at the Cardinals. Yeah, you were right. I went Rams by just a half a point, and it's Rams by a full three. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, you know. Cardinals, Rams still have the pedigree of last year being a really good team, even though they've been pretty crappy this year. But um, Okay, so Micah is just pulling away with it now. He's uh, 
it looks like six to four now. So I'm going to have to win a couple of these coming up. Um, okay, Raiders at the Chiefs. What do you have? Okay, I had Chiefs at home by eight over the Raiders. Okay, I had Chiefs just by six and a half, and apparently that was not nearly enough. Uh, Chiefs by ten. Wow. Which I guess I mean, makes sense. Uh, the Raiders got spanked by the freaking Jets, but that's interesting. I mean, I, they also the come, Chiefs coming off a of bye week. Yeah, no, that's true. Did not think about that, um, but that hopefully should be a fun game. Um, all right, next up, Chargers at Broncos. Oof, this is a pretty bad game. You remember that game, by the way, early on, Raiders Chiefs, where the Chiefs scored like four touchdowns in the second quarter, and that was the like that was all they needed. Do you remember? Yep. That game? Yeah, yep, that was a that was a crazy game. Um, all right, which yeah, one? Char- uh, Chargers, Broncos. Okay, I have Broncos by one. I don't care about this game. I have no idea, but Broncos by one. Yeah. I also have Broncos by one and also do not care about this game. Uh, it is Chargers by two and a half. Really? That's but, weird. Yeah. I wonder but what the line is if the Broncos hold on to beat the Vikings a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> yeah, that's a garbage game. Moving on. Um, Sunday night football. Pretty pretty watchable game here. We have the Pats at the Texans. Yeah, these last two games are awesome. Uh, I just have the Pats by three at the Texans for too low. Yeah, I had Pats. I went down a bit. I went two and a half, and it is Pats by three. So you get that one exact. And I think you clinched the week with that one. Um, damn. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised if the Texans win that game. I, I, I mean, I don't know. The Texans are so fast at home. Pats coming off a rough weather game. I don't know. Although the Pats have gotten healthier. Yeah. Um, but no, that should that should be a fun game. See how Deshaun Watson does. Um, yeah, definitely a good game. All right. So you have definitely put the nail in the coffin against me. You're eight to four, so I'm done. But for pride, let's see here. Uh, Vikings at Seahawks. Great game. Monday Night Football. What'd you have? I had Seahawks by four. Man, I went Seahawks by one and a half, uh, and it is Seahawks by three. So you, it is three, crush me. Um, you you think the Vikings are better on a neutral field than the Seahawks? I mean, they're they're like splits are better. Their differential hmm. is better. Um, yeah, Vikings, another good game though. Vikings have like a plus eighty four, and Seahawks are only like plus twenty nine on the year. So, but wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, nine, yeah, does that mean we should bet on the Vikings? I, I still wouldn't feel great about it because um, it's at Seattle. But I mean, especially you know maybe if there's some weather up there, they have to check that out since the Vikings are used to playing in the dome. Um, like, would you really feel great about Kirk Cousins uh, in nasty weather against Russell Wilson? Like, I would definitely no, totally agree. But then again, like the Seahawks, once or twice a year have weird games, right? Where they should win a game pretty easily, and then it's much closer than I, I feel like they haven't had that game. And maybe it's just because Wilson's been so good this year, but I don't know. Maybe this is the game where they don't really show up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but, yeah, that, I'm glad. Glad we got a good Sunday night and a Monday night game. Finally. Yeah, for sure. Uh, good slate. It's, it's going to be awesome. I mean, I'm definitely not going to be able to watch, like, any of the games, especially on Thanksgiving Day, but glad that they're out there. Yeah. Well, the Thanksgiving Day games are pretty pretty terrific so i would not be watching spend a lot of time on those um we do get to see if if the bears get bluff job though. <laughs> <laughs> i'm 
I'm excited to see how many interceptions Bluff Job throws. Uh, <laughs> should we um, talk about your survival pool pick real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, so I ended up switching my pick from the uh, Browns to the Saints. Thanks, Micah. And instead of having an easy victory, uh, I had the extremely dramatic, uh, crazy, uh, crazy win by the Saints to keep me alive in my pool. Uh, Oof, that was a crazy game. Yeah, that was that was. I was like flying on flying on a plane for most of the game, then landed and was falling on on uh, GameCast and had no idea what was going on because there were you know penalties, pass interference calls getting, and then. You know, I just assumed that uh, the Panthers would score given they had the ball inside the you know five, and they somehow miss a twenty-yard field goal. So that was a that was a crazy uh, win to stay alive. I cannot believe that happened. I was so happy that they won. I, I was I was going to feel terrible <laughs> if they had lost and he had been out. That would have been the last pool. podcast ever. <laughs> you have to figure out. Uh, like I don't know what what picks might make sense. I know. You know, I guess the, the big lines would be the Panthers at the Redskins. I don't feel great about that, to be honest. No, I don't feel great about that either. Uh, well, I don't know. Redskins are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs at Raiders. Um, it's a possibility. Raiders at Chiefs, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. Sorry, Raiders at Chiefs. Thank you. Yeah. Um, could go with the Eagles against the Dolphins. So um, None of those feel good. I think Panthers, I bet most people in your league are going to use the Panthers. Yeah. You know, the other one is, is Bears, Bears the Lions. Like, I don't see how the Lions win that game, but oof, I don't know. Uh, That's a tough one to do. But Yeah, I don't want Bluff Job to, to, to. God, that'd be a win to be Bluff Jobbed out of the, <laughs> the survival pool. It'd be rough. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. I'm going to have to kick some of those around. I guess I have the only game. I don't think I would take any of the Thursday games. So I got, got a few no. days to decide. So. Um, all right. Well, we will uh, we will all be eager to, eager to hear who you pick. Yeah, it'll be fun. And uh, congrats, you're up two on me now on the season. So with only what only four weeks left. So I gotta I gotta start making making a comeback. Um, uh, yeah, good times. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. I think we're gonna edit in some some calls and emails. So I this may be the end of the podcast, may not be. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, congrats, Mike, on the win. Uh, enjoy your. Thanksgiving and football and uh, we'll, we'll catch you next week.